0: Welcome to Rise with Dina and Becca. This is your weekly dose of mood-boosting Morning Dancer, where we also discuss
1: real life shit. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's get out of our heads together. Morning, it's Becca and Dina, and wow, you're so awake. <laughs> I had lots of coffee, and it was scrumdilious. <laughs> we are so excited that you are here for our very first podcast. It only took us how long?
1: I mean, we did a post on Instagram that we were going to launch this back in December, and then I was speaking to my cousin yesterday, and she's like, "What's going on with your podcast?"
0: I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's February." 6th. 7th oh. today. <laughs> we're going to get right on that. Uh, just gave us a lot of time to develop our topics. <laughs> well, at any rate, we're really excited to finally be kicking this off, and um, this is sort of our intro yeah. to who we are and how this came to fruition. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll start. <laughs> get in there. So, um, my name is Becca, and uh, I am a professional fitness instructor, and I've been in the industry for almost 10 years. And interestingly enough I basically teach everything that Miss Dina does not teach so we balance each other out very well Um, but I uh, I've had many different lanes but I kind of found myself in a barefoot conditioning lane so I teach a lot of modalities that focus on mobility and cardio and strength and basically setting a really strong foundation Um, yeah, taught in New York City for about 10 years at lots of different studios and uh, opened up the very first cold cold temperature studio as a founding instructor and also uh, was one of the founding instructors on Daily Burn. So lots of different things that New York City provided. So definitely super grateful um, for all of that experience. Um, yeah.
1: Damn. How do I
0: follow that? I don't know. You got a lot of good. (laughs) You know, when you put it
1: out there, it's like, it's crazy to think that, you know, you and I have both combined been in this industry for like two decades combined. I mean, I started in, I, you know, long, long story short, I had a long corporate career. Um, A lot of it was great. A lot of it was not so great. But the biggest thing for me was sitting at a desk had never been for me. Um, Yeah. And one thing I did love about my job is I got to travel a lot, but at the end of the day, it just wasn't my passion. Um, and I wouldn't have known that if I didn't spend so much time in that industry, and in the many mm-hmm. industries that I was in, so I'm, I'm not, there are no, you know, no regrets, and that's, I try to live by that. But yes, in 2010, I got certified as a yoga teacher, um, and it's ironic because, and I'll talk more about this in a later episode, but I was so not into yoga. Like, I was dragged to my first class by a friend, and I was, like, laying there at the end in Shavasana, which I couldn't pronounce, by the way, for, like, the first, like, (laughs) one year I was teaching. Um, I was, like, why, what, um, I have things to do. I can't just lay here, and I would would be that person with their eyes wide open, staring at the ceiling. Oh, my God. Um, But over time, I realized, like, hello, that's exactly why you need to be doing this, because, like, you do not know how to, like, sit down and slow down and just... Appreciate what's going on around you and then start to really do the inner work because I was just like constantly constantly moving Um, So yeah, yoga just became something that I knew there was a lot of people out there like me who really really needed it And I made it my life mission to teach so I quit my corporate job I actually I'm so not this person, but I walked into my boss's office and said I'm quitting and I'm not giving you two weeks like today is the last day I can't do it anymore and I had like that I don't know if you guys remember this movie working girl but I had like a working girl moment and I like just pranced on out of there and uh, the rest is history so uh, to not go on and on basically uh, one of one of the beauties of my job as a yoga teacher is I've been able to travel the world um, and teach retreats all over and um, that kind of leads to how we found ourselves here and in this situation because Becca and I were in Mexico, uh-huh. and she invited me to guest teach on one of her retreats, and um, then, as we all know, in March of 2020, everything
0: crashed and burned. Uh, yeah, it's so crazy, because just to kind of piggyback on like our start in the industry, funny enough, Dina and I actually met working on an infomercial (laughs) for Miss Jillian Michaels. Yes, we are that cool, everybody.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Jillian Michaels. Michaels. Thank you very
0: much for bringing our friendship together. Um, But ironically, that was my very first teaching gig was with you on that infomercial because I had been an actress slash (laughs) bartender for like 20 years leading up until my, you know, accidental, if you will, fall into this fitness industry. So it's so crazy that we met when I was very, very new to the, to the industry and our friendship just, there was always a spark there. Mm -hmm. And so I actually followed Miss Dina around (laughs) to every retreat she ever led. I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I went to every retreat and it was our last retreat together in in Puerto Rico where I looked at her and I was like, Oh my God, you're such an inspiration. Like, I think I want to do this myself and so it's just crazy to come full circle and that when 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 the pandemic started Dina was so kind to step in and co-lead this retreat with me and uh it was just an amazing reconnection and it, on a deeper level because it was the first time we were really truly teaching together right it's true and
1: the crazy thing is too that reconnection we never realized would then be this big disconnection because mm-hmm. and I'll let you jump back in but I mean, I didn't know that after Mexico, I wasn't going to see
0: you for like five months and you were going to relocate to South Florida. Um. It's insane. We could have never predicted this because um, while we were there, you know, we're in this beautiful place with a with a, a group of in, in outstanding, inspirational women. And all of us were sort of on pins and needles about like what the heck is going to happen when we go back to our homes. And, you yeah. know, we found out there that we were furloughed from all of our teaching jobs and you know that's a lot of years of experience just gone overnight and so we sort of had this (laughs) Aries moment of like all right what's next how do we Plan our lives going forward, and well, we didn't even miss a beat. I mean,
1: we jumped on Zoom. We <laughs> yeah. were like laying out on our balcony in Puerto Vallarta, topless. And, <laughs> and I was like, we got to do this virtual thing like now. now. We need to let our students know that we are not going anywhere. Um, so we literally like Tetrised like a-, a lawn chair oh with like a yoga block, put our phone on there because neither of us had our laptops, no. and we just taught our first virtual class, and by some grace of God, y'all tuned in. Oh my God, thank <laughs> so you we so much. We weren't there alone, but we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, Not. yes, you had taught, um, you know, for online platforms right. in the
0: past, but like this was a whole different animal, like Zoom. Like I'd never even heard of Zoom never. before you mentioned it, and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm <laughs> so happy that you had some knowledge about this because, I mean, I don't know about you, I, I honestly, guys, felt like a lost sheep because I feel like as a... I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. As a teacher, the connection that you have with your students in a space is irreplaceable. Yeah. And and to the fear of not having that was something that really put the flame under our feet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, we need to figure this out. And so, yeah, we had our our first Zoom classes <laughs> on our beautiful patio in Mexico. And weren't we thinking the whole time, like... It's so beautiful here. We felt like we were in our own little perfect quarantine bubble. Mm -hmm. And then we get back to New York City, and it was like the shit hitting the fan had already happened, and we walked right into the middle of it, and it was a shock, to say the least. Well,
1: and we even felt it when we were in the the van ride back to the airport, you know, heading back to the States. I mean, you broke down. I lost it. I just, yeah. I didn't even see you, but I could feel I could just—it was so heavy in that car.
0: Well, the feeling of like, what are we walking back into? Yeah. What are our lives going to be like? We have no jobs have to no go back jobs. to. <laughs> we, and you know, are we ever going to see our our students again? Yeah. Are we going to be able to see our friends? Like, what the hell is going on? So, so yeah. So we found ourselves back in quarantine, and, and yeah, Dean and I d- didn't see each other until basically my going away party, if you will. Yeah which was like four people socially distanced when I would decided I'm just going to up and move to Florida. And that's thanks to our good friend Randy for sort of opening up her wing, if you will, and saying, why don't you come down and just see where I live and see where you like it? Because, you know, quarantine played a huge toll on, I think, all of our mental states. And I just got to the point where I'm like, I just need to get out of here. I... And losing it <laughs> to a certain degree. And so, yeah, so found myself moving down to Florida and I've seen Dina for the first time after n- not even being able to, we barely even communicated for months and yeah. months. And, uh, yeah. And I moved down here and it was a very fast transition, you know, almost 20 years in New York city with so many life evolving changes, you know, from a young 20 year old to, uh, <clears throat> almost 40 year old, you know, it was like, it's a, was a huge change and it was really scary and well, not to interrupt,
1: but no, like starting over always is, you know, and it's right. like to think that, you know, when I moved to New York city, I'd never, ever been there, but I knew I just had this feeling that that's where I was meant to be. Right. And then I met you and it's like, it's all about the relationships that you, that you cultivate. And mm-hmm. then to walk away from all of that, like almost 20 years later and start fresh again is terrifying. And yes, you had Randy down here, but mm -hmm. you know, because everybody is still socially distancing and like, even though we're in Florida, you know, um, and things seem more open, like we're very careful about what we do. And and yes, I'm here too, which uh, we didn't get to that part yet, but um, you know, it's, that is such a leap. And I remember when you told me you were gonna move to Florida, like, my heart sank for me but mm-hmm. I was so happy for you because I we always talked about being somewhere warm yeah. and just- but we, were, we always had these connections to the city because A, our jobs, mm-hmm. B, our students, mm-hmm. and C, it's just the, the culture that we thrived on. Yes. And when all of that was taken away, and thankfully we still had our students virtually, but we mm-hmm. could have our students from anywhere now. Yeah. Like you, I thought it was so brave of you. I, I was Thank so you. in awe that you would take that leap. I really, really mean that. And that's why I think I wasn't as sad because I was mm-hmm. happy for you. But then I'm like stuck back in New Jersey, sad for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's just so crazy because you guys, before I moved here, Dina had booked a flight to come and visit me before I even moved. She's like, <laughs> I'm booking a flight for November. I'm going to come and visit you because we both hate the cold, and which is funny because we're both from really cold, dreary, miserable places.
1: Yep, um, New Hampshire. If you've been to New Hampshire,
0: <laughs> she real cold. Ah, and I'm from Buffalo, <laughs> so Ooh. yeah. But it's so funny. So Dina calls me up after I had, you know, kind of, I guess you want to... I, I use the word settled loosely because yeah. I didn't really feel settled. I felt very out of place. And Dina calls me up and she's like, so... <laughs> I'm wondering if I can come down a little bit longer. And immediately, without hesitation, I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, my God, move here if you want. Like, I felt so... I felt like I needed... A piece of my my girls from New York City. But I think the exact word you said was "excuse me." <laughs>
1: Probably,
0: <laughs> and, I, and I asked
1: if I could come and stay longer.
0: Excuse me? Yes. I I'm not even. Uh, of course, of course. Pack your bags and come and stay forever. But it's it's just it's it's ironic because I'd always lived by myself, and this is a, a, strangely enough the second time that we like lived together and.
1: Yeah, you that's know, a whole other, other episode. that's a whole other
0: episode that we'll touch on. But you know, it was like I felt like I needed a little piece of my heart that was missing that was still in New York City was Dina, and she like came down here and put the little key in my in my locket and and <laughs> opened up possibilities that I was almost self sabotaging. You know, like I knew that everything was gonna be okay once you got here, so. And now here we are. Well,
1: it's crazy because I felt the exact same way on the flip, like being in New Jersey and, you know, lots of heavy things going on around. And I still every day picked myself up and Mm -hmm. got on Zoom and taught my classes. And that really helped get me through. But, you know, I just, not being able to go out and take people's classes in person, not being able to go out and see all the amazing art and go see bands and all the stuff that kept me tied to New York for so long Mm -hmm. was gone. And I was really, really, really stretching to get inspired. Like... You know, I had all these plans. Like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna read the inspirational books in the morning. I never did any of that. <laughs> I never did any of that because I was wallowing in my own like sadness and isolation, as we all do because yeah. we're human. But like, you always have that ability to pick me up, and so I just there. You were my missing link too. You were. I'm glad that you were the locket and I was the key because I mean, real talk. Since I've been down here, I mean. I feel like we have just been like so reinvigorated in mm-hmm. our businesses, and you know, it's like we have this little alcove in our okay. apartment. So yes, we live in a one-bedroom apartment right now with two cats <laughs> together. It's um, perfect. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but you know, like that's our sacred space, and when I see you in there doing your thing, it just it's it's so inspiring because I'm Sing. like I just. I, I don't know. I just feel this, like, magnetism, and I, it just makes me so excited to then jump on and teach my class, you know? And before, I was just, like, you know, I didn't have that because I was just, like, by myself in it, I know. you know? And I know. And it's, like, the, our teachers are what we draw inspiration from and our friends and our, you know, our surroundings. And when all that's taken away, it's, like... It's really, really tough to pick yourself up and do what you do and give, you know, mm-hmm. because you feel like you're not getting in return. And we are by our students, yeah. but it's, just, it's just such a weird, it's so hard to put into words because I never, ever envisioned that this would be like where my business would be at at this point, no. like all virtual, it's, you know, it's
0: insane. It's insane. And but I know also, so many
1: teachers who can relate, you know, I'm sure you're out there.
0: And this is like, and if you put it so, so beautifully, you know, as teachers, we are, we are always students also, you know, and to be able to hear someone who is an amazing instructor cueing a class, not gonna lie, I like to steal some cues from Miss Dean, and I (laughs) I always give her the, 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 the shout out if I do steal something, but you're right, and it's like, finding motivation and finding inspiration in a time where you're, you're, you're kind of alone is, is, is tricky, but I think I can speak for us both in that though this is not the the situation that we might have expected we would be in at this point in our lives it is where we are and we have to embrace it and yeah. find that it's it's really a beautiful silver lining and that we may not be physically able to see our students and touch our students but at least for me, you know, so many of my virtual students I've never even met in person before and I probably wouldn't be having these relationships if it weren't for this life that we're finding ourselves in because of the pandemic. So that's a huge silver lining in that we can still have connections with right. human beings on a really deep level. And we can reconnect. Yes. You know, and I think that that's one thing that
1: has been amazing to me throughout this whole, uh, you know, new virtual platform that we're, we're on is that. You know, I have students that left New York years ago to move to Europe, to move to L.A., and I'm like, I'm never going to be able to see them again. And they're like, I'm never going to be able to take class with mm-hmm. Dina again. And here they are tuning in, you know, week after week. I mean, you guys who have been with me since March, I am just blown away. I mean, I was taking online classes with, you know, some some of the teachers who inspire me, and I'm going to be real with you. I, um stopped doing that <laughs> because it's hard it's hard to be in, you know just be home and get motivated to turn on your computer and practice when you don't have that like in-person interaction so anyways like i think that the reconnection has been another silver lining of all this is yeah. that we we finally have the ability to reach out and touch people that you know weren't able to take class with us because you know life displaced them you know good bad or ugly so
0: i yeah i agree and i think there's um we've we've opened up sort of a safe space for people to express themselves if they'd like and to finding power and strength in vulnerabilities because it's, you know, we're all here with each other, supporting each other and helping to take a first step or a second step or whatever it is. And guess what? Sometimes you get feeling really good and then there is a day that comes where you just don't feel it and and then you have people around you that say you can do this and it's okay to take a day it's okay definitely and so you know i think we stay motivated by accepting where we are in the present and not worrying about the past and not worrying about the future and i know that's something i put on my vision board on christmas day (laughs) um is staying in the moment because if we start to think too far ahead we're we're just creating more stress because we are not crystal ball readers I right. mean though I wish we could at some point we're not and so we have to appreciate today because it's a gift I mean I don't think that I could wrap this up any better than that Ah, uh, well on that note We will wrap up our first episode. We are so excited to be touching on some looking at the the elbows. elbows. You guys, tricks of the trade. You can't see us, but if you ever want, want the trick to never miss a high five, look at your partner's elbow. You'll never miss. On that note, we high five to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you. Not really. You will hear us back on our next podcast soon. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you click follow so you're in the loop with all of our new episodes. And please be sure to spread the word to all of your friends.